Hello, I'm Lauren. And I'm Sasha. And this is Popcorn Fort, a nonsense movie podcast where we describe things badly to each other. Oh. <laughs> We're a bit sleepy this week, listeners, so you'll have to forgive any uh, departure from the usual nonsense. Also, do you ever just, like, look ahead and see your ensuing future for, like, the next six months in your, like, time? It do be a little like that. Yep. No, we did We did promise them that we weren't going to, um bring up the current crisis oh it's true i'm a liar so i guess you have to shoot me Uh, (laughs) time to kill sasha please she's begging you Mm -mm. do you still have the gargoyle instinct you know when you're a kid you want to climb on the roof of everything yes do you still have that i still have it yes i used to climb on the roof all the time as a kid yes and my um parents bought me fairy wings when i was like five and i climbed onto uh the couch yeah and i jumped off and I went to my mom like, Mom, these wings don't work. They're broken. Oh, no. And she no. was like, I'm so glad you went for the couch because you could yeah. have gone for the roof. Yeah. I think the, what was, I think one of my eyebrow scars I got from falling off the back of the couch. Nice. Because I didn't sit on couches properly even back then. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. I've got a few. Hmm. A few scars. Have I fallen off the roof before? I've fallen off the roof. Yeah. I think I've told you this. I think... You should tell me again. When in our first house, it was like kind of out Woolport, but it had the best climbing roof. Mm. So you mm. could basically just like get onto this wall and walk up to the second story. Nice. And like you could either hop onto the balcony if you were locked out and hope that they'd left their balcony door unlocked, which mm-hmm. they often did, <laughs> which was a great and easy way to break in. Or you could hop left mm. and get onto the roof above the garage and then just walk across that. And then there was like, there's a thing where it was like a, a, a 90 degree gap between the garage roof and the roof like of the other wall of the house. Yeah, yeah. So you had to like jump about a meter onto the next roof. Okay. And then that was where my bedroom window was. Ah. So I could get in and out of that because I had one of those fly screens. Of that course. That could be removed. Yeah. I could have used this to like be a, a, a naughty teenager and escape the house, but also we were 15 minutes drive out of town. Oh, yeah, so and, you were fucked. And I, and also, like, I just wasn't that kind of kid. And, yeah, one time, only once, I misjudged that one-metre jump and I fell off. <laughs> it was just from the first story, and I was completely fine, like, bruises only. Yeah. And I just didn't tell anyone i'm like this is very embarrassing <laughs> and if i tell anyone they will stop me from climbing on the roof yes i'll just be more careful next time exactly and yeah. i didn't do it again it worked yeah yeah no my special talent for a while was somehow managing to catapult myself off trampolines oh no trampolines are a menace they are so one of them like i was at a friend's those open springs that fuck yeah. you up oh those are terrible yeah yeah, I like catapulted myself off the trampoline so strong I slammed into their fence. Uh huh. Like, like I flipped halfway, so I slammed head down back against the fence. Oh god! And just slid down and oh, died. Jesus. <laughs> and then that was fine. And then I was visiting cousins in uh the U.S. Uh huh. And they had a trampoline with a safety net. Mm-hmm. And like I did the thing where you jump and you kind of like rebound off the net. But instead of rebounding, I just slammed through the net oh, and it broke. And I slammed it to the ground. And then they're all just like, hmm, well, we can't let you sleep. Because, like, one of my uncles is a doctor. He's like, hmm, concussion, huh? And I was just kind of like, what is happening to oh, me? Oh, dear. All right. Do you want to do your predictions? Okay, I would love to do my predictions. All right. So the movie I'm going to talk about is Sherlock Holmes 2010, which is not the Guy Ritchie one. It's a different one. Okay. Um... Actually, you know what? I'm going to talk about uh, uh, some trivia first, actually. So I was doing some research, and turns out this movie is a, what they call a mockbuster. Mockbuster. Which is basically, um, like, if a big Hollywood movie comes out, or they, it's, it's, you know, announced to be coming out at a particular time, mm. smaller companies, especially the one that made this movie, will make a different version of that movie with a very similar name oh. and put it straight to video. So like two months after the Guy Ritchie Sherlock Holmes came out, this one went straight to video oh. and it's also called Sherlock Holmes. Amazing. So like, you know, beleaguered parents or whatever mm. or people who weren't paying attention might just buy it. Oh, that's so sneaky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 
Um, the the production company they're called uh, Asylum. They're okay. they're American. This is a British movie, but they um they also did movies like Snakes on a Train, ah, uh, The Da Vinci Treasure, ah, uh, Transmorphers, ah, uh, <laughs> um, what else? Alien versus Hunter, mm-hmm. Sunday School Musical, Atlantic Rim. I don't like that. That sounds dirty. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? To be fair, Pacific Rim isn't much better. Okay, but Pacific Rim feels more like a geological feature. Atlantic Rim sounds like <laughs> something you pay for in a dirty alleyway. It does a bit. Um, yeah, so apparently the Asylum have never lost money on a film. So this is like a lucrative venture. Tried and true. Yep, yep. I like that. So your tags for this week are Victorian Iron Man. Okay. Plot escalation. Okay. And unexpected relatives. Okay. Victorian Iron Man. Well, isn't that just the normal Shrulk? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Escalation and... Unexpected relatives. Okay, so like, at one point in the past, you were like, did you see the Sherlock Holmes movie with the dinosaurs? Yes. (laughs) And you do know that about it. So I know there's dinosaurs involved. And my heart was like, is it either they time travel and get stuck in a prehistoric era, Mm -hmm. or is it Jurassic Park meets Sherlock Holmes in the Victorian time? Goodness. So... Either of those would be fun, wouldn't they? They would be fun. (laughs) Okay, so... So, Victorian Iron Man. The story is this. It's Sherlock Holmes. Mm -hmm. And Sherlock Holmes is also Victor Frankenstein. Excellent. He... But also, like, mad scientist Victor Frankenstein. He's not just, like, building Frankenstein dinosaurs. Of course. Yes, okay, okay, here's my story. Okay. Sherlock Holmes is a misunderstood genius who got kicked out of college and all he wants to do. Yeah, that's (laughs) canon. And all he wants to do is solve crime and do detecting. Mm -hmm. But, like, at the same time, what if he made this more efficient? (laughs) And what if he, like, could shoot criminals with his fingers? And (laughs) what if he was Inspector Gadget? Excellent. So this is Sherlock Holmes's motivation. He's like, not only am I a super genius, I also must be a superman. He must be a vigilante. He must be a vigilante. So uh, he's kind of like, okay, this is my goal. I'm going to do mad science in Victorian England. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he kind of does already, but this is even madder science. This is even madder science, because he's trying to like basically superhuman buff himself. Yep. Um, Watson is his neighbor uh-huh and he keeps getting dragged in by accident because like you know he'll blow up some shit uh-huh and it will negatively impact watson's printing company <laughs> and watson will be like good sir my neighbor i know you are very high on cocaine right now <laughs> but i need you to stop blowing this stuff up uh-huh. i i have a business to run here and sherlock is like how about you become my assistant and I'll pay you? You do know what Watson's profession is, right? <laughs> what is Watson's profession? <laughs> He's a doctor. He's a doctor. Yes. <laughs> good sir. No, sorry. Continue with your... No, I no. Just, I thought you knew more about Sherlock Holmes than you did. <laughs> I haven't engaged in that for about five years. That's fair. Dr. Watson being a doctor now tracks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... No. To be fair, this movie does not follow... No, no. Anything, so. You established Watson as a doctor. <laughs> uh-huh. He was trying to print a medical journal. Of course, with his home printing press that With his he home has. printing press <laughs> that he has. And um, Sherlock is like, hey, you're a doctor, right? Mm-hmm. What if we did terrible surgery on myself nice. and insert metal into my bones? Oh, Wolverine. Wolverine. What if we made me Wolverine? <laughs> you picked the wrong superhero. I picked the wrong superhero. <laughs> and Watson's like, this is ill-advised. And then Sherlock's like... I'm smart. And Watson's like, I guess you're smart. Oh, the dynamic. The dynamic. (laughs) So Sherlock's like, I need to become super duper strong. And as they do this, they discover Sherlock is actually immortal. Excellent. Like, as as a result of the mad science? Oh, no, he always was immortal. Ah. Because you said unexpected relatives. Yes. So I think in their experimentations, they start to realize something super weird and janked up of Sherlock himself. Uh He's actually like a superhero. He didn't need to do all the supplemental surgery in order to become stronger. He just is that way and he didn't realize because he's like, surely everyone is super smart and super strong and can like breathe water. Of course. This is just biology 101 and everyone's too dumb to like. I like how you just chucked breathe water in there. (laughs) Can't you, Lauren? I guess not. Have you tried? No. Have you tried? I have not tried. Well then, until you try, you can't say you can't. I suppose not. 
Hmm. And so they're like, oh shit, actually, we're superpowers. So they become a superhero fighting kit. Mm-hmm. Kit. Yes, they're kit. <laughs> superhero fighting group. And they're going to, um... Just the two of them? Just the two of them. Watson's like... One is not a superhero. <laughs> Watson runs support, but Sherlock's like, well, since I'm already fine, what if we did the experiments on you? Oh no. And Watson's like, this is ill-advised. <laughs> they just start Weapon X a few centuries early. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And, um... What happens is they start to fight crime. Mm-hmm. Someone like robs the history museum uh-huh. and releases a curse onto uh, Victorian England. Excellent. So they a have dinosaur curse. They release a dinosaur curse. Uh-huh. The villain is a man who was also doing experiments on himself. Uh-huh. Um, he like ate a lizard, <laughs> and <laughs> and slowly he became a lizard. Uh-huh. And he's like, and in this time period, they thought dinosaurs were lizards. So he's like, I must release these these creatures from their bony prison because they're the only ones who understand me. And also because, like, Victorian time period. Surprisingly, that is like an amalgamation of two different Marvel villains. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know the, the sitch. I know what's up. So he's like, okay, well, I need to release my, uh, my bony brethren dinosaurs. Uh-huh. Do the dinosaurs stay bony or do they get skin? Okay, so this is what I think happens. Uh-huh. Um, as you know, in this time period, Victorians are super into the occult. Yep. They're super into, like, ghosts, Ouija boards. As Conan Doyle himself was. Yep. 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 Fairy lad. Um, so what he does is he actually summons the ghosts of dinosaurs. Nice. To possess their bones? To either A, possess their bones, Uh but B, some of them just start possessing people. Fuck yes. And so now we're having situations where, like, people are murdering other people. Do and, the like, people turn them? into, like, were-dinosaurs? <gasps> yes! <laughs> okay, so they turn into were-dinosaurs. Uh-huh. And so, like, there's all this spate of, like, gruesome murders happening. Excellent. And Sherlock Holmes is like, what is this? A case? For me? And, um, so he's like, I must go investigate. Mm-hmm. And Watson's like, can we stop experimenting on me? And Sherlock's like, no. <laughs> And so they're both like, they're Batman now. Uh-huh. They're both Batman. They're both Batman. <laughs> no, they're Batman and Robin, but maybe... But which is which changes depending on the day. Depending on the day <laughs> and who's, who has the brain cell. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so that's them. And they're like, we must investigate this case. And we must figure out why people are like this. Yeah. Because that's slightly too weird. Yeah. And like police commissioner Gordon. <laughs> Leonard... Um, Lestrade is the one you're Lestrade. looking for, I think. Gordon's no, the Batman. No, Greg- Gregson is Lestrade's offsider. That's who I was thinking of. Okay, yeah. And they're like, hey, some weird shit's happening here. We mm-hmm. need all your help. But also, we've summoned, um... Oh, fuck, so Mycroft. Mycroft is the spy guy, who is also Sherlock's brother. Yes. Because you said there's unexpected relatives in here. Yes. Sherlock doesn't know he has a brother. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> and Mycroft becomes possessed by the dinosaurs of course and he is next to the queen yes and this is the origin of the the royal family is lizard people conspiracy oh, theory aren't they werewolves or is that just a doctor who thing i thought they were lizard people oh okay i think there was that doctor who episode where the royal family is werewolves and i think it was based on the fact that they've all there's like a genetic blood disorder oh and so they're all like really um like hide themselves away and shit so Uh, i think there might have been a conspiracy theory that they're all like either lizard people or werewolves or something lizard people is our world right that's a conspiracy theory of our world nice i I didn't know if it was the royal family i thought it was like world leaders but i guess that would make sense the royal family is lizard people Mm -hmm. i don't know about the rest of the leaders beyonce is maybe a clone unclear maybe an alien maybe an alien maybe Mm. a mannequin Mm. um anyway mycroft was possessed by the ghost of a dinosaur and the queen is a lizard person. Yes. Yes. So the unexpected relatives is that he wasn't... Sherlock finds out he has a brother uh-huh. who is next to the queen. Did Mycroft also have superpowers? Well, this releases Mycroft's superpowers. Ah. Um, hmm. <laughs> I've kind of lost the plot on this. Um, so there's a villain who's releasing dinosaur ghosts who is a lizard person, but a different kind of lizard person to the queen. Yes. And Mycroft is hanging out with the queen when he gets possessed by the ghost of a dinosaur. 
Yes. And Sherlock and Watson are uh, superheroes trying to stop all this. Yes. Yes. So what happens is Mycroft is now a were-lizard. Uh-huh. Dinosaur. Yes. Um, the queen is a lizard person. Uh-huh. Thus sparks a romance for the ages. <gasps> That's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. So, uh, what essentially happens is that they get married, uh-huh. and Sherlock is invited to the wedding, because Mycroft knew he had a brother, and he's like, I guess this is the time to reconnect with my brother. Uh-huh. And Sherlock's just like... Just connect straight up. Yeah, just connect straight up <laughs> yeah. with my brother. Yeah. And Sherlock's like, I have a brother, also he's marrying the queen, and is potentially a lizard. <laughs> this is very strange. <laughs> this is very strange. And okay, so essentially they have the wedding, uh, the lizard man reveals himself, mm-hmm. the guy who's been releasing his lizard breath from, because he's actually like, I'm actually the lost lover of the queen. Oh. Um, but I was lost in Prince the- Alfred? No, that's <laughs> yeah. Victoria. Um, this is, no, hang on. We're in the Victorian era. Yeah. This is Queen Victoria. Yeah. Right. Anyway, this doesn't matter. Continue. This doesn't matter. Um, so he turns out to be Prince Alfred. Uh-huh. Is that right? Alfred? Albert? No, Al- oh, sorry. Albert was Victoria's boy. Yes, Albert. So Albert is like, actually, I was um lost at sea and I wound up on the this mysterious island mm-hmm, mm-hmm. full of lizard dinosaurs. <laughs> And I has well, I was forced to adapt. He had a Jurassic Park adventure. He had a Jurassic Park adventure, but like Queen Elizabeth was like, I have moved on. Uh-huh. And so, but he had his Jurassic Park adventure. He became a lizard man. He swam back to England uh-huh. as a lizard. Uh-huh. And then he was kind of like, I am a monstrosity. Uh-huh. I am unlovable. I cannot reintroduce myself into society and marry my boo. Uh-huh. And instead, I must embrace my lizard way. But perhaps if I make society lizards... Ah, if everyone is lizards, no one is lizards. Yes, exactly. Excellent. And so that's why he's like, if I summon the ghosts of dinosaurs, I can release them into the population and everyone will become lizards. <laughs> and then I can marry Elizabeth. But Excellent. Elizabeth. Elizabeth. No, um, hang on. This is Victoria. I can marry uh, <laughs> Victoria. Victoria lizard. Yes, Victoria lizard. Yeah. But. But. Instead, his plan worked well, uh-huh. and people started turning into lizard, ghost, demon, dinosaurs. Uh-huh. But because Victoria had accepted his death, uh-huh. and she was so lonely and so lost, um, and Mine- Minecraft? Mine- Minecraft? Minecraft. <laughs> Minecraft. Uh-huh. Minecraft, who was her loyal aide this whole time, mm-hmm. while also being a spy for the British government? Yes. That tracks. Yes. Um has seduced her with his competence oh no she's like wow a competent man who is doing his job there's nothing quite like that uh-huh and so he's done that and then now that he's a lizard she's like i can reveal my terrible lizard backstory and i can marry this man and we can be in love oh no so they're getting married it's a big royal wedding uh-huh. um there's lizard bridesmaids because now a lot of the population is Fuck lizards yes. <laughs> and uh Albert rocks up and he interrupts the wedding. He's mm-hmm. like, no, I was alive all along. Uh-huh. And then Elizabeth, no, Victoria's like, oh my god, my boy, I loved him. I'm so torn. And Mycroft is like, actually, this is fine <laughs> because I didn't want to marry you in the first place. Oh no. Because I was a British spy all along and it, the spies are spying against the monarchy and we wanted to, he, he's not just a British spy. Oh god, he's, he's a- well, he's an anarchist. He's an anarchist, dominus. Yeah, yeah. anti-monarchist. He's an anti-monarchist this whole time, mm-hmm. and he was like sent by the British system, but maybe he was also playing the Brits. Oh, and so he knew lizard, lizard. <laughs> he knew uh, Victoria was a lizard person all along, uh-huh. and he had figured out that this possessing dinosaur shit was happening. He's like, <gasps> I can seduce her if I become a lizard. Ah, and so that was his plot. It does fit with his character. It does fit with his character. Mm. Um, so this has now become a romance story, uh-huh. and Sherlock has rocked up to this wedding, uh-huh. because he's like, oh my god, I was Batmaning over here trying to solve <laughs> out the lizard shenanigans, but I had a brother who is also evil, um, and who is fucking up the monarchy, and actually, I'm super pro-monarchy. Uh-huh. It becomes a big fight scene between Lizard Mycroft uh-huh. against Prince Albert, uh-huh. and then Sherlock is busy trying to break Prince Albert's magical occult spells uh-huh. and detectiving so that Mycroft loses his lizard powers. I see. And then he succeeds. Mycroft is defeated. But Sherlock's like, no, you cannot destroy my brother. I have had him for one day and I've never <laughs> interacted with him. And if anything happened to him. <laughs> I would destroy all of England. Yeah. And he's like, I must rehabilitate my brother in the ways of goodness. Mm-hmm. 
this doesn't track with Sherlock's character. But that's what he Depends does. Depends on your canon. Yeah. And so the story ends mm-hmm. with um, Victoria and Albert getting married. Uh-huh. Um, going on. And then also Minecraft. Turns out Minecraft had been brainwashed by the <gasps> anarchists all along. Oh, no. And there's a secret undercover subplot of those guys. Uh-huh. And so we have a big, like, fight scene destroying them. Uh-huh. Minecraft... <laughs> Mycroft is released from his lizard brainwash hell prison. Uh-huh. And his goal <laughs> spooky moment hell dream. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and his goal now is to um he works in conjunction with the queen because actually he he is a super loyal subject. Ah. And they suppress the lizard people conspiracy theory. Uh-huh. So that no one knows the monarchy is actually lizards and Sherlock assists with this. And then Sherlock is also like, I will Batman in the background this whole time. And they've solved the lizard puzzle. And it all ends happily. And it all ends happily. Goodness. I I really didn't know what I was that predicting. That went off the rails. <laughs> Shockingly, you are completely wrong, but... Shockingly? No, no, no. The shocking part is that... I got really close to my friend. No, no. The shocking part is that... The, this movie is somehow just as wild, just in a different direction. Oh, wow. <laughs> would you not want to see my beautiful lizard Sherlock Holmes? I would fucking love to see your lizard conspiracy Sherlock Holmes. Yes. That would be... I, I think it stopped being Sherlock Holmes at some point. It did. I don't think Sherlock... To be fair, the Guy Ritchie movies are also not Sherlock Holmes. Mm. And neither is this. And neither is this. Beautiful. Mm. Okay, Lauren. Mm. Okay, do you want to tell me about this? Okay, so Sherlock Holmes, not that Sherlock Holmes, a different Sherlock Holmes. Okay. Is the movie. Um, so we open in London in 1940. It's World War II is happening. 1940? There's... Yeah, that's where we open. It's okay. fine. It will be explained. Okay. Um, there's like planes dropping bombs. World War II is happening. But for like we're in London, but like all the windows are just completely like lit and open. Oh. So someone just didn't do their research, mm. <laughs> I guess, even though it's within living memory. Yep. But it's fine. Whatever. Whatever, man. Um. So we we open with old Watson. Yeah. Because like I, he he must be like ninety or a hundred at this point. Um, ah, Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> Bilbo Baggins Watson. He's tragically mustacheless. He's in a wheelchair. Oh, that's funny. He's aged. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, uh, Miss Hudson, who I guess is like either the daughter or the granddaughter of yeah. Mrs. Hudson, who was like their landlady. God, that sounds terrible. Imagine like your mum is just, <laughs> you inherit, you, you inherit these fucking old codger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like reverse yeah, yeah. children. Yeah, I know. Um, so he's like, he's like, oh, Miss Hudson, my caretaker, I guess, come here and I will, you know, write down this tale I'm about to dictate to Miss Hudson is immortal and doesn't <laughs> age. It actually is Mrs. Hudson. She just does really good makeup. Yeah. 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 Watson, take note. Yeah. Yeah. But no, he's like, Miss Hudson, this is a tale the public was not ready to hear. Dramatic Zoom. Desert people. I will tell you about it now. Please write it down. <laughs> okay. So, and then we have the credits, and we've got, like, the obligatory tour of London you have to have under every Sherlock Holmes credits mm-hmm. ever. And then we start, we're in the English Channel in 1882. It's the flashback to Watson's story. Um, and there's, like, a tall ship in the channel. And, like, all the sailors on the tall ship are wearing, like, schoolboy sailor outfits. Like They've, the white ones? Or? Yeah, like the white shirt with, like, the square, like, bright blue collar. Okay. And, like, little, like, straw boater hats. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> so, I mean, the costuming for this movie is wildly variable. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> because it is a low goddamn budget movie. But that's what I yes, like. It's hilarious. But then we have, like, strange ripples in the water, and the lookout's like, holy shit, something's happening, grabbed by a tentacle. <gasps> the Kraken? There's, like, this whole tentacle fight in, like... They, they do it pretty well. They do the thing where, like, they only show it in flashes, so you can't okay. tell how bad the CGI is. Ah, nice. Yeah, yeah. So there's all, you know, like, the, the outline of uh, all these tentacles coming to attack the boat against the sky mm. and that kind of thing. Smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Working your means. Exactly. So that happens. It's just a, a disconnected tentacle monster attacking a boat. Mm. 
Um, and then we're in what is probably a hospital, and Watson is there presumably because he has a very small mustache. <laughs> um, the it's guy who play- the guy who plays him is a is a guy from uh, he was in Torchwood, which is the Doctor Who spin off. Oh, he's great. I love him. Yanto. Yeah, yeah, Yanto. Oh, I love Yanto. How did you know who 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 was playing who was playing Watson? <laughs> My heart was like, I only know two people in Torchwood, and it's probably not Jack playing Watson. Wait, there was Jack. There was Yanto. There was Owen. Owen is there. Yes. There's Excellent. also Tosh and Gwen. Oh, of course, Tosh and Gwen. Yes. Yes, Yanto is playing Watson. He's great. He's like the best actor in this. Excellent. Everyone else is is wildly variable, <laughs> like everything else in this movie. <laughs> Yes, but he has, like, the smallest possible moustache. He's doing a really cheerful autopsy on some corpse. And then Holmes comes in, and he's so small. Oh! He's, like, a foot shorter than Watson. Oh, that's so cute. And, like, Gareth David Lloyd is not a hugely tall man in the first place. No. He's, like, a tiny, squeaky dandy. Oh, I love him. Holmes, and he's got, like, the shoulder-length hair that's kind of slicked back from the face. Fun. He's adorable. Any facial hair? No. Clean shaven. Huh. Wild. He, he is baby. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. And he steals Watson away to investigate the shipwreck, because apparently he's investigating that. As you do. As you do. And we're in a different hospital now, and Lestrade is there, and he's, like, giving them details about the case. Um, apparently the ship was carrying taxes from the West Indies, um, and it went down in clear water, and there was, like, one survivor who was in a coma, and he's just woken up. Ah. So they go to question him. Mm. And then it's it's so funny, like the actor playing the survivor, yeah, is obviously like having so much fun <laughs> because he gives he gives like the most eloquent like statement of his trauma, and then he <laughs> and then he like at the end he's like ah oh, now I must be traumatized and he gets super dramatic <laughs> and he's like oh. The monster! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Having the grandest possible time, and then he gets he gets sedated. Oh, me too, buddy. Because, yeah. <laughs> like, he's too traumatised or whatever. But so, yeah, he basically tells them about what happened in that first scene. And then they're, like, they're walking away, and Holmes is like, no, I totally believe him. And everyone is like, why? And he's like, <laughs> no, I believe him. <laughs> like, you gonna no give evidence? Some evidence? No. No evidence. He's like, no, I. He's totally telling the truth. It's like, okay, whatever, for plot reasons. Yeah, Holmes has that uh, gut instinct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're playing Holmes as as Conan Doyle would have wanted him to, wanted him to be played. Ah, <laughs> which is more like him. Yeah. So then they like they go to see the shipwreck, and on the way, Holmes and Lestrade have like a little conversation about Holmes's brother. Ah, he's here. Minecraft. It's not Minecraft. <laughs> what? It's a different brother that huh? we've never seen before and will never be seen again in, a, in, in any other Sherlock Holmes media. That you know They've of. They've made up a brother. Maybe he's been in every media and you weren't paying <laughs> it's attention. It's possible that, much like Spock, Holmes has many secret siblings. I like it. <laughs> I too. I don't want many secret siblings. Yeah, I yeah. my mind. So it, it turns out that, like... Holmes's brother used to work with Lestrade as like his cop partner. Ah, and Holmes's brother, the cop. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, um, they were trying to stop a bank robbery, and his brother got like shot in the spine and paralyzed, like from the waist down. Mm. Um, and then he like also recently contacted Lestrade after like years of silence to catch up. Oh. And this is probably fine and not a plot hook at all. Oh yeah, wait. Does um Holmes know it's his brother? He has a brother? Yes. Okay, cool. Yes. I didn't know if Lestrade dropped a bomb. By the way, I worked with your other brother. No, no, no. Both Holmes and Lestrade, both Holmes and Lestrade are aware of the existence of this brother. Okay. And that he used to be Lestrade's partner. Neither of them have heard heard from him for like seven years. Okay. After he got paralyzed, but he recently just popped up again. This guy's pretty and wanted talented. Wanted to talk to Lestrade. Like if I had, you know. A life-changing in- industry? A life-changing injury? I'd have difficulty, like, dropping off the grid. You'd think, but apparently he's fine. He's fine. It's fine. It, it will... Hold for the text. Hold for the text, okay. <laughs> um, so we go and look at the ship, and, like, they're at, like, the fucking cliffs of Dover or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's probably not. It's cliffs near the ocean. Yep. And, like, there's there's this scene where, like, I think it's supposed to be comedic, but basically Holmes, like, forces Watson to rappel down the side of the cliffs. 
Okay. <laughs> like, they have a guide there who's got, like, ropes and shit, and he's like, oh, you know, you want to go down and see the thing, you know, I'm qualified to do that. And Holmes is like, Watson, you're the guy for this. And Watson's like, no, I'd really rather not. And he's like, no, no, go down. It's like, okay. <laughs> Why? And then, like, you know, there's a couple of near misses, and he's, like, visibly struggling down the cliff, and he's, like, wearing his Victorian, you know, waistcoat yeah. and shiny shoes, and he's not ready for this at all. Oh, no. But it's fine. Um... The upshot of that scene is that Watson sees the wreck of the ship and there's no treasure in it. Okay. Yeah. I didn't realize we were looking for treasure. Well, it, it was, oh, wait, it the was taxes. carrying the taxes, but they're no longer there. Right. Um, yeah. It's it's super not clear in the scene what's supposed to be happening, but that's what's actually happening. Okay. Yeah. Thankfully, we have you here Thankfully, to tell us. Thankfully, we have me who... I didn't even realize what was supposed to be happening in that until after I went over my notes again when um. I was typing them up. I'm like, oh, that's what that scene was for. <laughs> <laughs> it's very vague. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then we're in, like, the slums in London, and it's twilight, and there's, like, a young dude soliciting a prostitute. Okay. And then, suddenly, suddenly? a T-Rex. <gasps> the dinosaur's here! They're both menaced by... The world's smallest T-Rex. You sure it's not a Velociraptor? No, it's definitely built like a T-Rex. It's got like the big T-Rex head and the tiny arms. Okay. They've almost certainly designed a T-Rex, but it's slightly taller than a person. That's pretty cute. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Mm. So they're both like menaced by a T-Rex, but it also like, it's um like they hear it before they see it and it's got like the booming walk. Oh yeah. Like the um... The, the, the Jurassic Park. Yeah, the walk. sound effects are like boom, 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 and then around the corner is like <laughs> a tiny T Rex. <laughs> it does not match up at all, and this continues for the rest of the movie. <laughs> like every time the T Rex is approaching, the booming footsteps. What do you think they got first? Did they get the the dinosaur first, or did they get the sound effects first? It's unclear. Possibly they wanted a bigger dinosaur, but it wasn't in the bud. But like, I don't think it's more expensive to CGI. Like you just change the scale on the screen. Yeah. I mean, later plot developments possibly explain it, but like not very well. Okay. Anyway, we'll get there. Um. Yeah. So the T Rex like bites the head off the kid, leaves the prostitute alone. T Rex says sex workers' rights. I think. I guess. <laughs> Go T Rex. Absolutely. They're who you want representing you in government. Absolutely. T Rex is in government. Twenty twenty one. Um. Holmes and Watson are you know see like this strange report in the newspaper and Watson doesn't believe it and Holmes does. Yay! <laughs> Continuing the trend. And then they go for a stroll in the park. Ah. Again with the costuming, Holmes doesn't have a waistcoat. Both of them are wearing belts. They're saucy. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> we, do, wait, we, we don't look too hard at the costuming in this movie. We had one budget and we shared it. Yeah, yeah. You know, in passing, like, they notice that the fountain is broken. It'll come up later. But okay. then the T-Rex. In the daylight? Yes, they're menaced by the T-Rex on their morning constitutional. And there's like an extended chase scene through this park, which is like half jungle. Oh. For some reason. Oh. Like the T-Rex is coming and they're like, let's run off onto this side path into the trees. And then suddenly they're in like a jungle. Nice. See, every time you say they're menaced by the T-Rex, I kind of see it like they're standing there and the T-Rex is kind of just leaning at them out of an alley. He's like, hey kids, <laughs> what are you doing over there? Come over here, huh? Like, no. not doing anything, just kind of there? No, this scene is like, they they hear, like, the footsteps and growling, mm -hmm. and, like, they run away, but you don't actually see the T-Rex, and oh. there's, like, there's, like, shots of Holmes and Watson running, mm. and there's, like, the POV T-Rex shot. Oh, yeah. That coming after them, so they, like, they didn't have to use too much CGI. Yeah. And then there's, like, the big T-Rex reveal in this scene. Oh, yeah. Which is, like, the T like there's the shot of the jungle, and the T-Rex, like, like leaps sideways into the shot. <laughs> it's me! And then, like, does a growly pose, and then runs off again. <laughs> I like him. It's fucking great. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, and they're running away from the T-Rex, and Holmes finds, like, a piece of dinosaur skin on the ground that he'll use later to do deductions. Dinosaur skin? Yep. Like a full-on patch, or? Like a like a scrap. Okay. Like a couple of centimetres. Okay. That I guess got torn off the T-Rex. These things happen. It's fine. It was running through sharp trees. Is this snake? Not snake. Lizard T-Rex, or? Um. Scaly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like a, like a 
T-Rex. Okay. I didn't know. Maybe they had updated science and, like, gave him feathers. No. <laughs> no, they didn't. Yeah, no. It, it's... I mean, it doesn't... It's, it's probably not, like, super... I didn't actually pay too much attention as to, like, its posture and shit. Mm. But, like, it looks like a pop culture T-Rex. Okay. Yeah. Um... Um, they eventually find like a, like one of those like park maintenance buildings. Yeah. Um, and it's all like torn up, and there's like a huge hole in the floor, mm-hmm. and like the the pump for the fountain is missing, and that's why it's not working. Huh. And Holmes is like, the T Rex stole the pump, I guess. He had <laughs> needs. I don't know what they were, but he had them. It's fine. And then, like, Lestrade is also there and acting suspiciously, but it's fine, I guess. He, like, menaces Watson with a gun at one point. Everyone's being menaced! I know! But no one seems concerned, and Lestrade just runs off again. Maybe Lestrade just does this. It's possible he just does this. Um, And then, like, the next day or whatever, Watson is back at his actual job in the hospital. Mm. And, like, a couple of patients come to him... Um, without an appointment, and they're like, oh, I, you know, um, so it's like a guy in a wheelchair with a, a dastardly mustache. Nice. Is it the brother? Hold for the text. Okay. <laughs> it's totally the brother. It's totally the brother. Watson does not know this. Ah. Yeah. Um, and also, like, his niece, in inverted commas, um, who's, like, super goth. Nice. It's great. She's got, like, an 1830s-looking dress. Okay. With, like, the big sleeves. It's, like, 1880s. Right. Is when this is set. Cool. So they've just gone for generic Victorian. And she's also got, like, 1820s hair. Oh, With, lovely. like, the couple of, like, curly tendrils and the tight bun. The tight tall bun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love yeah. it. Um, and, you know, like, modern makeup. <laughs> okay, sure. And, like, the white lacy collar. She's a mess. She's a like, mess. historically She's wise. time traveler. She's a, she's a Victorian goth. I love her. Yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, and they, they, they turn up to see Watson and they're like, oh, you know, my uncle, he's in a wheelchair, he's in a lot of pain, he needs these specific drugs that you need to prescribe to him. Give him the drugs. And Watson just does. He's like, well, these are kind of strange drugs for your condition, but yeah, whatever, I'm a trusting guy. Damn it, Watson. <laughs> it's fine, don't worry about it. And then the goth is like flirting with Watson and invites him to the opera. And Watson's like, oh, maybe I will come. I'm a, I'm a ladies' man. But then Holmes calls and is like, do you want to come on a cooler date? Bring your gun. There'll be dinosaurs. And Watson's like, yeah, no, I'm going with him. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the, the lad has it. Yep, yep. So at the cooler date, there, Holmes and Watson are investigating a copper factory. Yeah. Because apparently they had like a bunch of rolls of copper wire that was stolen. Mm-hmm. Um, Holmes thinks that the dinosaur stole the wire. This dinosaur. <laughs> I don't know what his motivations he's are, but maybe he's a scientist. He's obviously working. Look, you're not, not right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like, Holmes is obviously working on a theory, but up to this point, it's just random to the viewer. <laughs> yeah. You're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. yeah, Holmes is like, yes, the dinosaur stole the copper wire because it has great conductive qualities. And Watson and the audience are like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> this dinosaur, it has motivations. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The dinosaur wants to raise the other dinosaurs from the dead. It's entirely possible. It's your movie now. It's my movie now. <laughs> yeah, no, so Holmes and Watson are there to, like, stake out the copper factory because th- Holmes thinks the dinosaur will be, will be back. He could only carry so many rolls more copper. with yeah. his tiny hands. And the dinosaur does come back. And they have, like, a chase through the factory and, like, it goes up into the catwalks at some point. Lovely. Because this is, like, yeah, like a whole factory mm. layout. And the dinosaur gets shot and Holmes gets, like, injured by falling glass. But it's fine. Watson fixes him. Yeah. So that's a fun action scene. Mm, mm. And then they go and investigate a rubber factory. Because, as Holmes reveals, the dinosaur skin that he found in the forest was made of rubber. Robot dinosaur! Robot dinosaur! Hold for the text. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So Holmes is like, the dinosaur skin was rubber. We have to go to this specific rubber factory. I don't know if there's just one in London. Maybe? I don't know what the demand for rubber was in the Victorian time. Fucked if I know. I can't hold you to standards because then they might apply. Yeah, yeah, you'll, you'd have to do research too. Oof, oof, oof. Yes, they're investigating the rubber factory. Lestrade turns up again. Holmes is like, oh, he's totally following us. He's unconcerned. 
Okay, so Lestrade is the evil man making dinosaur robots. It's possible. I forgot about the brother. The audience is totally supposed to think that Lestrade is Lestrade and the brother are working <laughs> together. They were partners. They were partners. Yeah. Um, and then they, like, talk to the dude in charge of the factory and his, like... Basically, they get it out of him that, yeah, he did supply this rubber dinosaur skin to someone and they paid him in, like, Jamaica gold. You know. From the ship. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. it was from, like, the colonies and wherever. Ah, uh, well, that's right. Colonialism. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, and they're like, oh, you know, do you have the address of your clients? And, like, Lestrade goes with him to get the address. Mm. Um, but then the dinosaur is in the factory dude's office. <laughs> It was just lurking there for some reason, and it kills the factory dude, and Lestrade's fate is unknown. Bye. Yeah, but then, like, in the meantime, Holmes finally explains some shit to Watson and us. Oh, that's good. So he's he's deduced. This is what he thinks. The sea monster stole the gold from the ship. Okay. Um... Because that, like the the rubber factory was paid in that gold. He's like, well, obviously whoever's behind this needed that money to pay for the dinosaur. Yeah, and they needed the dinosaur to steal that fountain pump and the copper wire. I feel like they've made their thieving <laughs> plans very complicated. How do they get their so kraken? Stupid. And that, yeah. How do they get the kraken in the first goddamn place? Is the question. Maybe the kraken is the mastermind. And then they needed that pump and the wire and probably other things to build something bigger. Okay, we're just escalating. But we started <laughs> off with the kraken. We started off with the kraken. It will escalate more. Mm. Something bigger is excellent Jesus. when we get there. Um, yeah, so, like, Holmes is like, oh, you know, they needed that to build something bigger, and then, like, the factory dude gets chucked out the window <laughs> yeah. by the dinosaur, and then the entire factory explodes. Okay. <laughs> because apparently the dinosaur can do that. Dinosaurs. It's fine, don't worry about it. We don't know a lot about dinosaurs. <laughs> we don't. Maybe his hands were much cooler. Or they have telekinesis. Also, we didn't see Lestrade get killed. Ah, Lestrade's so, a dinosaur. Who knows what's going on there? I know, but you don't. You know. <laughs> criminal all right so then holmes is like we're going somewhere else watson doesn't know what the fuck's going on he's just following as he does it's watson so they go to like this abandoned castle that's apparently near holmes's childhood home mm-hmm. um because holmes found a piece of rock on the body of the factory dude that apparently only came from this castle. Okay, so was it like <laughs> the dinosaur threw the dude out of the window and then did the dinosaur <laughs> throw a rock on top of him? <laughs> I think we're supposed to believe that there was like a pebble or something, like a piece of rock that somehow went, like stayed on the dinosaur, however far it came from this castle. Okay. And then somehow got transferred to the body of the factory dude. Okay. Because <laughs> the way you said it made it sound like the... The dinosaur just picked a brick at him. No, it's like, again, it's like a tiny, like, centimetre big okay. piece of thing. Yeah, you're going to have to start giving me scales, because I'm just going to assume, like, everything's <laughs> minimum 50 centimetres. No, no, no. Yeah, because, like, Holmes has his whole thing where, like, oh, you know, I, I explored this castle a fuckload of times when I was a kid, and this is where I, like, learnt how to deduce things, and I, like... The fairies taught him. ...studied the rocks and shit so much that I can just recognise the rocks from this castle. This is the, you know, the thing where you go into the mountains and you become a martial arts master from meditating. Yeah, yeah. Like, Holmes is usually OP, but he's even more OP than usual in this. Nice. It's fine, don't worry. Okay. Um, also, this abandoned castle is, like, super manicured. There's, like, topiary and peacocks and shit everywhere. The Malfoys? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I they're here. can't believe that all along this was a Harry Potter movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Harry Potter shows up. Oh! You know, so they do some light breaking and entering. Um, you know, some lock picking. They're sneaking around the castle. They're, like, they see, like, goth lady down the hallway or, like, her you know, the silhouette of her, and they, like, go towards her, and they're basically, like, lured into a trap room. Of course. That's, like, you know, the door locks behind them, the room's filling with gas. Yeah. But it's all right, because there's a trap door there, and Holmes is great at lockpicking. It's true. So they just kind of escape through the trap door. He built his skill tree around it. He did. He's, Holmes is a rogue. Holmes is a rogue. Yeah. 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 Those are his skills. Mm. Um, So then they, they go down the trap door, and there's this huge room that's, like, a kind of big like bricky dungeony kind of massive castle room okay um and it's got like it's got the dinosaur in it that's 
and it's got like the squid hanging from the ceiling. It's it's weirdly small though. It oh. doesn't look. It doesn't actually look like it's big enough to kill a ship. Hmm. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Hmm. Also, like, how did he transport the squid? Yeah, hmm. from the English Channel to the basement of this castle. Hmm. As 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 far as we know from deduction here, there's like two people in on this evil plan, possibly hmm. three. Hmm. It's fine. It's fine. But then they go past the dinosaur, they go past the squid, and then there's, like, a spotlit platform, a steampunk robot. Ah, that's what you meant by Iron Man. Yes, I did. And then the robot comes to life! Ooh! It looks like a, um, like a brass stormtrooper, basically. You know how, like, the stormtroopers have, like, those shitty, like, gaps? Oh, yeah. In the armor, where, like, obviously it's just a dude wearing it with, like, a black bodysuit? Yeah, yeah. It looks like that. Excellent. It's great. It's cheap. It's got like a gas mask face. It's got like a backpack full of dials and like an oxygen tank. Is it CGI or is it a dude in a suit that's then like... No, it's a dude in a suit. Green screened to be bigger? No, it's not. It's not. It's just dude sized. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. Imagine like the Iron Man suit, but steampunk. Oh, see, like I was starting to think Iron Giant from the animated movie. No, 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 no. Okay. Mm. No, it's just regular dude-sized. So the robot comes to life, and it knocks out Watson, and Holmes, like, pulls two swords off the wall and sword fights the robot. Excellent. it's, like, blocking his swords with its metal arms. Choo-choo-choo! And then the goth turns up and, like, threatens Holmes with a gun, so he stops sword fighting. I think you mean menaces. (laughs) She does menace Holmes with a gun. Um... And then the robot pulls off its its helmet, turns out, not its head, and it's Holmes's brother, who's the wheelchair dude. We definitely didn't see this coming. Oh no, he just wanted a bionic suit. Yeah, yeah. He's literally, he's in a bionic suit, so now he can walk. Oh, uh, yeah, tracks. <laughs> um, only like the main plot motivation for like every second villain. Yeah, pretty much. Also, like, whenever... Um, the brother is talking to Holmes. He keeps calling him Robert. Oh, what? <laughs> this will be addressed eventually, but okay. like for the rest of the movie, he just calls him Robert and it's not explained until the end. Okay. <laughs> uh, you have the wrong man, sir. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Robot Bro is like, here is my evil lab. Watson is awake right at this point. It's okay. fine. Um, he takes them to, like, his evil lab full of all the drugs that Watson prescribed. Oh, Watson. And, like, Gareth David Lloyd is having a great time here. He's like, he's like, oh my god, are you saying you've succeeded in neurotransgeneration? And the brother's like, no, I've succeeded in neuroregeneration. <laughs> okay. None of these things mean anything. They do not. It's fine. There's some science happening here. Oh no, science. Um he basically like, what this apparently means is that he's like I've wired my ruined central nervous system to the armor so I can move the armor with my mind. Okay, yeah. I'm like twice as strong and I have no fatigue. I am a robot man. I like what he's selling. I too would like no fatigue. Yeah, yeah. But also like this dude was a cop. <laughs> where, where did he get all these mad scientist skills? The the police academy, <laughs> they've been changing their curriculum. Like, I guess Sherlock Holmes' canon is like his siblings are also geniuses, but in different ways. Yeah. But like, he was a cop. <laughs> Listen, cops can be super geniuses that want to destroy the world through it's bionic fine. armor. He can build completely lifelike robot squids and dinosaurs and bionic armor. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Have you met a cop who couldn't? <laughs> I haven't not not met a cop who couldn't. Mm. Mm-hmm. Science supports us. Yeah. So he does like he, he does like this long evil monologue. Um but basically what he reveals is that he's like um once like the goth helped me out, you know, building the armor and we got the bullet out of my spine. And I, like, deduced that it didn't actually come from one of the bank robbers that we were trying to stop. It, like, ricocheted off the door, and it was actually fired by my partner. (gasps) Lestrade. Lestrade. Okay, but if it was a ricochet... I don't fucking know. (laughs) I mean, it wasn't, like, Lestrade, like, point-blank shot him. It's more like, oh, it was... This is an evil monologue. There's no room for logic here. Okay. 
It's fine. He's like, it came from my partner. And Goth like turns on a spotlight and like there's nice. Lestrade in the corner of the room chained to a chair. Excellent. <laughs> it's fine. This is a this is like a reasonably lit room. Lestrade would have been fully visible in this room, but no, we didn't see him until the spotlight happened. It's traumatic. It's he, fine. Sometimes your eyes gloss over people. <laughs> but you know, people tied to chairs. It just happens. You expect them in evil lairs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, decoration. Yeah, yeah. But, like, the brother's, like, he's salty that Lestrade gets all the credit for Holmes's cases, and he, like, wants revenge on Lestrade for accidentally shooting him, I guess. (laughs) And he also wants revenge on, like, England because they, like, abandoned him once he had to leave the police force. Okay. He's, he's, He's a vet. Okay, yeah. He's a he's a veteran that got fucked over by the system, but then turned to a life of crime. And dinosaurs. And dinosaurs. Crime and dinosaurs. My favourite life the of crime. The best possible life. Excellent. Um so his 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 big evil plan is that he's gonna frame Lestrade for mm. the greatest crime of the century. Yeah. Yeah. And like Holmes gets sick of this bullshit and he makes a move, but then he just gets shot by the goth. Oh no, I and forgot about her. Watson and the brother are both distraught, and then Watson gets knocked out again. Lovely. Watson gets knocked out a lot in this movie. How does he still have his medical degree? <laughs> he has had so much brain damage. He's fine, it's okay. Um, yeah, like he wakes up, you know, tied to a different chair. Mm. It turns out the goth is also a robot. That's why her fashion was so weird. <laughs> I guess so. And like, um,. The brother turns her into, like, a walking bomb and sends her off to Buckingham Palace. Okay. To kill the queen. Ah, the queen. (laughs) That's the, I guess that's the big crime that he's framing Lestrade for. Okay, but it's hard to frame Lestrade when you just send a lady. It will be, it will be explained. Okay. Yeah. And then he goes off on this tangent. He's like, oh, he wants to team up with Watson because apparently Watson is really good at medicine and he's like, together we could cure anything. I think he just wants to poach his brother's boyfriend. It's I fine. think he does. <laughs> Watson is a catch. He is. Yeah. He was and then he fucks off and then Watson is rescued by Holmes, who's not dead. Oh, that's good. Because he never is. It's true. Because a- apparently the bullet hit like the tobacco case in his... They don't have chest pockets, I feel. No, they don't. Especially because Holmes wasn't wearing a waistcoat during any of this. He was just wearing, you know, those business shirts with the chest pen pocket. Yes, the ones that definitely existed in the 1880s. Yeah. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Okay. The bullet hit a tobacco case and Holmes is not dead. Mm. Um, and then we get the the, the, the the best possible escalation of this movie. Oh, yes. In that the brother hops into a giant robot dragon. <gasps> a giant robot dragon! <laughs> It's like gold, it's got all these spikes, it's got that thing where like the insides are glowy and okay. it comes out between like the seams and when it opens its mouth. Nice. It's real cool. Maybe that's what he needed the pump for. It's that, yeah, it's kind of implied that this is what he needed all the wire and the pump and the other shit for. Okay. Yep, yep. So, and it's like, and it's piloted from like this little room inside the dragon's chest. This is like a, like a house-sized dragon. It's a mecha, a dragon mecha. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like, there's a little room in its chest that's, like, full of, like, you know, complicated steampunk levers. Yeah. Um, and also Lestrade is there tied up in his chair. Beautiful. Um, and the Did bro- he just pick him up and move him in the chair, or is it a new chair? It does seem to be the same chair. I guess he's very strong. Okay. He's, he's an Iron Man. Okay. Yep. It's fine, don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm worrying about Lestrade. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be alright. Probably. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and the brother's like, you know, does another little monologue about destroying London and then flies off in the robot dragon. Lovely. Because it can fly, because of course it can. It's very aerodynamic. Yeah, yeah. So Holmes and Watson are like, okay, this is the plan. Watson, you go after the goth, and Holmes is going to go after his brother. So Watson is like, all right, I'm going to grab, you take my gun, Holmes, and I'm going to find other stuff. And he grabs like a gun and a knife and a weed syringy thing Okay. that he finds and like gallops off heroically on a horse that apparently was just there horses it's it's never it's never actually touched upon but i like to think it's a robot horse it probably is Mm, mm. i think one of the peacocks are robots the peacocks are robots (laughs) there was a bit where like um i think when robot when when watson like pulled out the weed syringe i think it was like connected like it was powering all the a lot of the castle or something. Okay. And, like, there was a little shot where, like, one of the peacocks kind of fizzed and died. 
Oh! So the peacocks are robots, so obviously the horse is a robot. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Also, at this point, Watson is like, I will take off my coat heroically in order to gallop off. And he's like, he's got a solid two-inch gap between his waistcoat and his pants. Oh! It's so bad. Oh, no. He's got, like, a really short waistcoat that's, like, at mid-rib. Okay. And his pants are, like, on his hip. That's and it's just not the period shirt in accurate between. at all. It's fucking awful. And he wears this for the rest of the goddamn movie. I don't like it. <laughs> You're one of your main characters. You couldn't fit him? You couldn't put him in a pro- in a in a long waistcoat, even if you didn't have the right high pants. Yeah, oh Jesus. Okay. Yeah, it's bad. Anyway, we're ignoring that. Okay. Um, Are we? Are we? Uh, we're trying to ignore that. Okay. It's fine. Yeah, so Watson goes after the goth, galloping off, and then Holmes finds a a balloon. He finds a balloon. (laughs) It's like this giant glowing balloon Mm. with, like, helicopter blades on top of the balloony bit and under the basket. Lovely. That make it go faster. Okay. And it's got, like, you know, again, complicated steampunk levers all over it. Love it. And, like, um, it's steered by, like, a ship steering wheel. Like one of the big wooden ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's so dumb. It's great. Um, So then we've got like kind of big action scenes. We're cutting between like the brother in the dragon and Holmes in the balloon and Watson uh, galloping and the goth heading to the palace. Yeah. So the dragon's like bombing the slums. The dragon has bombs. Of course. <laughs> and it's also got flamethrowers in its mouth. And I think it's got guns. Like, like. Oh, what? <laughs> okay. I think th- I think they've got like Gatling guns or rail guns at this point. Okay. Some kind of like Victorian machine gun. Yeah. Is what the dragon has. Love him. Love it. Because of course it has. So it like bombs the slums and it like kills the people that are like trying to shoot it with revolvers and it like menaces a bunch of landmarks. Nice. It's like I'm gonna land on Westminster Abbey and then I'm gonna land on Big Ben. <laughs> <laughs> you know these places. And now You've you're seen scared. TV. Yeah. 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 And Holmes is, like, chasing the dragon in this balloon, which is, like, super fast, Mm. apparently because of the propellers, but it's, like, far faster than a balloon should be. Yeah. It's fine. It's steampunk. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, The the balloon also has a rail gun that he shoots the dragon with. So Um, many guns. (laughs) It's fucking incredible. Um, But then the dragon, like, shoots him in, like, the balloon bit, and he's starting to go down, and he's in trouble. He's in trouble. Yeah. Um, and then, like, we're at the goth, and she's, like, heading towards the palace, and there's, like, the dudes in the tall, fuzzy guard hats. I know the guards have a name. They're a specific kind of guard, but I can't remember. Just call them fuzzy guards. Fuzzy guards, yeah. But they're also, they're all, like, teenagers. Oh! (laughs) They're all, like, 16 or 17 years old, seriously. Babies. So the goth kills them all. Oh, no! And, like, Watson turns up and tries to stop her, and she immediately, like, like, easily dispatches him. Yeah. Um, but then he, like, kind of gets up and, like, stabs her with the weird syringy thing. Uh-huh. And that, like, completely overrides her systems or something, but it also overrides the systems of the, the bomb that mm. is a completely separate thing to her. Okay. <laughs> like, the the brother just, like, took this, like, steampunky bomb and just, like, shoved it in her back cavity. Oh. Oh. Huh. So it's not connected to her in any way. But somehow stabbing her with this thing also stopped the bomb. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Okay. I'm going to suspend my disbelief. Mm. Have you not already? No. (laughs) I mean, I was following along until we got to that. Oh, of course. Of course. Um, Yeah. So the the brother in the dragon is like on Big Ben at this point and he's looking through his little binoculars and he's like, oh no, Goth's in trouble. Not the Goth. And she like swoops in with the dragon and watching is like, oh shit, I'm going to die by dragon. This is so cool. (laughs) Uh, yeah. yeah, actually, I yeah, I find that pretty relatable. That's fucking rad. But luckily, at the last second, Holmes comes in from the side with the balloon and like collides with the dragon. Okay, but like Watson's gonna be like, that would have been the peak death. Nothing's gonna be better. It's true. It's true. Holmes has ruined his life. He has ruined his life and his death. And his death. Fuck you, Holmes. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So Holmes comes in and he like collides with the dragon with the balloon and they all go down in like this big multicolored fireball and there's like smoke everywhere and everything is rubble um and then we're like we're on the ground and the the brother is like oh no i am dead and watson is like oh shit i better check that he's dead <laughs> like an idiot because he was faking it oh they're always faking it and he pulls a gun on watson Never gone. 
And then Holmes has to shoot his brother to rescue Watson. And it's all very dramatic. Oh, no. It's romance. Can't believe they made you a brother only for you to kill him. It's true. It's true. Has Mycroft been in this movie? Mycroft does not exist in this movie. You could have just made Mycroft evil. You could have, but they didn't. Lame. They made this other guy Hmm. who is a scientist cop. Scientist cop. Scientist cop, you know? Yeah. He's multi-class. But yes, this this dramatic moment is interrupted by Lestrade going help, help from inside the dragon and they go and rescue him. <laughs> yeah, because we can't have too much seriousness in this movie. Also, like, there's like these huge piles of burning debris just on the front lawn of Buckingham Palace and no one comes to check what's going on. No. Fine. <laughs> there's like multiple scenes happening here and they're just all left alone. <laughs> They're like, we, we aren't paid enough to deal with this. Yeah, yeah. The guards inside are like, look, they're not coming towards us anymore. So it's fine. It's probably fine. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Yeah. So then it's all over. You know, the um the threats are gone. Holmes and Lestrade have another, another little conversation. And it's it basically comes out that Lestrade's gun, like Lestrade's gun that he's had for all these years is a different model to the one that the bullet came from. Oh. So it wasn't actually Lestrade that shoot, shot shot the brother. Oh, okay. So I, I guess that's just a thing. That's just an open mystery. Yep. Yeah. Can't I, believe the brother fucked up his like... He fucked up his deduction, yeah. I think, is the um is the takeaway from that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then like a single reporter shows up. <laughs> just the one. <laughs> just one. And is like, oh, Inspector Lestrade, you know, how did you save the Queen? And Lestrade kind of looks at Holmes and says, yes, I did everything. Here is the story. Ah. And takes all the credit. Of course. And Holmes kind of slinks off. Poor Holmes. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Um, Yeah. And then they're back in Baker Street and having breakfast and it's an epilogue. It's all over. Um, Holmes is like, Watson is like, what the fuck is that Robert thing about? Why did your brother keep calling you Robert? Oh. And Holmes is like, oh, my given, na- my given name is actually Robert Sherlock Holmes. Oh. But nobody wants to know about a detective called Robert. What a pointless part. <laughs> it's so stupid. Excellent. It was in there for no fucking reason. I thought they were going to like rip off his face and be like, I'm Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Maybe that's what they were going Since they were ripping off the guy Richie yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> that could be the one association. Maybe they were trying to like get those good, good Google searches. Yes, of course. Like if someone searched like Robert and Home and Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. That's it. You figured it out. <laughs> That's so fucking stupid. Oh my God. Mm. Yeah. And then like we're back in the future. Yeah. And Miss Hudson finishes writing the tale and she looks up and Watson is dead. <laughs> And it was a T-Rex, a T-Rex got <laughs> it. Was a T-Rex all along. Um, yeah, and then she like goes to the graveyard and lays flowers at Watson's grave. And okay. then she kind of looks up and the goth is there at the brother's grave. Okay. And then the movie ends. <laughs> okay. On a cliffhanger. I guess. <laughs> and the goth is alive because she's a robot. I love it. Yep. What the fuck? So that's a movie. <laughs> sure. I don't know what I meant to feel here. <laughs> Listen, it's if if you heard me shouting yes in the living room the I other did. day, that's because the dragon showed up. Ah, uh, all <laughs> tracks. I am easily seduced by giant robot dragons. I see that tracks. As well. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Yep. So, what would you rate this, Lauren? Um, if the scale is made of dinosaurs, I would rate this movie a dragon. Okay, that. Tr- in yep. that it's beautiful and also nonsensical, <laughs> but also incredible. Not wrong. Yep, yep. Awesome. So it was. it's extremely fun to watch, and I am going to go and watch more Asylum movies. I think we have to. For this podcast in the future, because yeah. it is hot nonsense. I love it. And, like, everyone just obviously had, like, a really fucking fun time making this. Mm-hmm. Like, every time a character had to be super dramatic, you could tell the actor was just acting their heart out. I love it. Oh, yep. so fun. It was so fucking good. Yeah. Um, so my recommendation this week, mm-hmm. speaking of low-budget parodies, yeah. is anything by Starkid. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's good. Starkid are the um, college group turned theatre company that made the Harry Potter musicals on YouTube. A very Potter musical. Yes. So all of their stuff is on YouTube for free. 
Yeah. Um, they are very low-budget kind of college student musicals, but they're often, like, beautifully written. Like, they're parodies and they're humour, but also they've got some fucking bangers. I would especially recommend Starship, which is a parody of Starship Troopers, which is a movie about um, space marines fighting giant bugs, but their version is from the perspective of one of the bugs, and there's some great puppet work in it, and also a surprisingly amazing song sung by a giant scorpion. I love it. Yeah. So, um... I guess that's it. That's it. <laughs> that was fun. I hope you guys enjoyed uh, Sherlock Holmes, but not that Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes, but a different Sherlock Holmes, but not no, not that one either. There's a lot of Sherlock Holmeses. It's the one you've never heard of. Yeah. <laughs> but you may have accidentally bought. You may have accidentally bought it and then gone, hang on, this isn't Robert Downey Jr. This is Robert Sherlock Holmes. Oh, no. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Popcorn Fort. If you have any movie recs, hilarious anecdotes, or if you just want to chat to us, hit us up on Twitter at PopcornFort, or email us at popcornfort at gmail.com. Our logo is by the talented Horberries, whose other work we will link in the show notes. Tune in next week for more nonsense. <laughs>